This podcast is made possible by the generosity of supporting members. Please visit dharmaocean.org to learn more about becoming a supporting member. You are listening to the Dharma Ocean Podcast. In the second part of this talk on karma and the body, Reggie describes how the ego freezes the natural flow of experience in the body through physical tensing. This tension is stored in our cells as condensed karma. This excerpt is taken from Meditating with the Body, a five-month training program that includes two residential retreats and a 12-unit at-home curriculum. To find out about the upcoming Meditating with the Body program, please visit dharmaocean.org. What happens to the body when its knowledge is not accepted by the ego mind? The experience has already arisen in the body, and what happens is the experience becomes blocked off. It becomes arrested in mid-flight. It is unprocessed. Natural experience, healthy experience, if we can talk about it, arises when we experience something, our mind is fully aware of it. We allow ourselves to be educated and informed and instructed by that experience at the deepest level. We let ourselves be transformed. Our image of ourselves in the world is different. We do not react to the experience with thirst with grasping or aggression. We simply meet the experience fully with an open, fresh mind and allow it to play through without interference or meddling. When that happens, the experience has fulfilled its purpose. And in the Buddhist language, no additional karma is created. On the other hand, When we do not allow this process to occur, but we interrupt the process of experience based on our ego needs, our fear, our defensiveness, our hunger, our hope and fear, and so on, the experience becomes trapped in the body. It becomes trapped in the body in the form of tension. Tension is unprocessed experience. Tension is condensed experience that we have not fully lived through. The more neurotic we are in the sense of refusing to listen to our own body, our own experience, the more tension we have in our body and mind. In Tibetan yoga, when we breathe into various areas of our body, 
What we are trying to do is to release the stored karma, release the trapped karma that is present, as we can say in the language of modern science, even at the level of our cells and especially at the level of the billions and trillions of cells in our body. In the Buddhist language, we're working with the alaya vijnana, which means the storehouse consciousness, the universal unconsciousness in which karma is stored when we create it. So by not fully living through our life, not fully engaging our experience, but reacting to it with a kind of impulsive aggression and grasping, we're sowing seeds in our alaya. In the Tibetan yoga perspective, the alaya is the body. And that's why when we begin to do these practices, whether we are advanced yogis or doing them in a very preliminary way as we are here, preliminary yet extraordinarily powerful, our aim is to bring our awareness to the cellular level in the various parts of our body in order to release the karma that is there so that the karmic debt of unlived experience can be paid so that we can live through the karma that is waiting there for its own resolution. Bodily tension is unprocessed experience. It is the dense form of experience which has crystallized and solidified in our bodies and as our bodies. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, images, traumas, anger, fear, sadness, pleasure, pain, hunger, thirst are literally stored in our bodies until they're released. They're stored in body parts. And the other very interesting thing is they actually circulate through our whole system. So you can't say that any one particular stored emotion is only located in one area. I have a friend who was being worked on many years ago by a network chiropractor. This is a kind of chiropractic work where the practitioner works in a very subtle way with the energy of the spine and the joints precisely to release the kind of block karma that we're talking about. And the individual in question had lower back, chronic lower back pain. And as the practitioner was working, all of a sudden that person found herself in her crib at the age of probably eight months, crying, 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 wailing with increasing despair and terror for someone to come and help her. And no one came. And somehow that memory 
precipitated or was the precipitate, the the crystalline structure of her whole relationship with her mother. Her mother was a not very emotional person and not very caring. And as a small child, this woman felt a constant sense of abandonment at critical moments. And all of a sudden, she was going through this very profound despair and hopelessness that was locked in her body and was released at the point of her lower back because that was the entry point, that was the center of the nexus of all of her repressed memories of her mother. Now you could say, why were these memories repressed? Because an eight-month-old child and a child that is growing older cannot develop if the experience of despair that she felt at that age were in the forefront of her mind or even really accessible to her consciousness. So her avoidance of this experience of despair that was particularly critical in this particular instance but was also characteristic of her whole relationship with her mother needed to be repressed in order for her to survive and develop. At the same time, all of this repressed experience, which was lodged particularly in this place in her lower back, was seeking resolution at some point in her life. But even though this repressed experience was localized in the lower part of her back, nevertheless, like all repressed experience, all ignored painful experience, it was spread equally throughout her body. That's why I've been saying to you that when you breathe into one part of your body, you're actually often able to access attention that is very far removed. The body is like a hologram, which means that any part of the body contains the whole. If you could truly breathe into your thumb, you would be able to access the energy system and the karma of the entire body, of your entire karmic history. And it seems to me, it seems quite likely, in terms of the experiences that arise in advanced Tibetan yoga, that our entire karma may well be contained in every cell in our body, and that any cell that you access gives us an entry point to our whole karmic situation, going back to when we were first a sentient form of life. One very, very fascinating illustration of this point is the experience of people who have received organ transplants. I have a friend that reports an experience that is very commonly known both among those who have received transplants and among doctors who work with them. My friend received transplant of an organ from his sister. And after the transplant, he began to have unfamiliar thoughts, dreams, impulses, changes in facial expression, 
musical choices, food preferences that were completely inconsistent with his previous experience. But on the other hand, and this is something he knew because he knew his sister very well, they were entirely consistent of his sister's thoughts, dreams, impulses, facial expressions, musical choices, food preferences, and so on. In other words, in this organ, which happened to be the kidney, it appears that the sister's entire karmic history was present. And in the organ transplant, the recipient received that karmic history and it became part of his karmic history. That's the notion of a hologram, that in any part, the totality or the entirety is present. So once again, we come back to this interesting point about the neuropeptides, that they're not only stored in specific body parts, but the information they carry is circulated through the whole system and available everywhere. What is the importance of this information for working on the body? When we breathe into specific areas of the body, as I've mentioned, we're bringing not only the outer breath, but we're bringing the inner breath of our life energy and the secret breath of our awareness. The reason the karma is undischarged and unfulfilled is because we have ignored it and it has become built up in our body in the form of tension, in the form of pathological, physical and neurological patterns. When we bring awareness to these particular areas, we begin to open up the hidden karma and through working with tension, through working with the clenching and the holding on that we do at a physical level, we are starting to release the karmic burden. To download more of Reggie's teachings, find out about upcoming retreats, and to explore a variety of audio listening guides to assist you on your spiritual journey, please visit dharmaocean.org. Our music is by Jeff Beale and Nawang Ketchog from the album Tibet, Cry of the Snow Lion.